0: The SBAR podcast. Welcome to the second of five episodes of the SBAR podcast. These podcasts are designed to be listened to after attending the SBAR simulation course. Although, please feel free to listen to them even if you've not attended the session. Should you want more information about the course, email sbar.simulation at nhs.net.
1: These podcasts form part of the SETS course, which stands for SBAR Education Through Technology and Simulation and are designed and funded as part of a technology-enhanced learning grant from health education Kent, Surrey and Sussex and is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. Over this second episode, we will talk through the second simulation scenario and look at some more potential options for SBAR communication within the care home setting. We would love to hear all your examples of where you found using SBAR helpful. And please do drop us a line at sbar.simulation.nhs.net with your
0: stories. Again, in this episode, we will link into and reference the MDT podcast, which you can find on the same website. Many of the topics we cover in this podcast are mirrored in more detail in that one. So head on over and have a listen. By now, you should know that SBAR stands for Situation, Background, Assessment and Recommendation. So this introduction in SBAR format would be... Situation. I am Dr Ian Wilkinson.
1: And I am Dr Natalie Broomhead and we are two members of the SETS course faculty and work at Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust. This is the second podcast in the SBAR series. Background. As a communication tool, SBAR was developed in the US Navy and has been adapted to the healthcare setting more recently.
0: Assessment. By taking part in the SETS course, we hope that your understanding of the benefits of the structured communication tool that is SBAR will increase
1: recommendation. Please listen to all five of these podcasts to cement the learning and complete the sets course. As you do so, think about how you can use SBAR in your daily working environment. In this second episode in the series, we will focus on the case of Mr Adams, who you will have met in the simulation day. Mr Adams is a 75-year-old gentleman who is new to your care home. His family settled him in last night. He has a history of dementia and is largely due to this that he has moved into your care home. He is reported as usually being pleasantly confused.
0: During the night last night, the night staff reported he was more confused than they felt would be normal for him. Overnight, he's been agitated at times and keeps on trying to get out of bed. He seems to be unsteady on his feet, although he seems a little better this morning.
1: In the simulation of this scenario, Mr Adams has what we would call a delirium. His dementia means that he cannot recall moving into the care home last night, and then during the night, whilst it was dark and he had less sensory input, he became delirious.
0: In care homes, especially after moving in, patients may well become delirious. There are many causes of delirium. The most common are probably new medications, infections such as urinary tract infections and chest infections and a change in environment. But delirium can be brought on by even very small events in the very elderly such as being constipated or becoming dehydrated.
1: So the reason for this is that as we age our reserve to cope with added stresses on the body from things like infection or dehydration reduces – During the last century there have been peaks in the number of births after both the world wars and as a result the UK population is growing with the largest group within this being the over 65 year old age group. By 2035 the over 65s will account for a quarter of the whole population. As we age we are more likely to develop medical problems and as we get older these medical problems and the treatments for them start to interact making for a challenging and complex combination.
0: Delirium is one consequence of this. The Latin for delirium means out of one's furrow, which neatly explains the sudden change that you may see in a patient who's become delirious. They've literally been moved out of their furrow. In this scenario, the majority of candidates call the patient's relatives to come and see him. This is a really good strategy, as the management of delirium centres on reorientating people to their usual environment. So family members being able to visit... Photos and familiar objects being around all help. In this scenario, SBAR could have been used in the care home handover, as we've heard in episode one. But it could also be used to call Mr Adams' family. Situation. Hello, my name is Ian and I'm one of the staff at Mr Adams' care home. I think we met yesterday when your father moved in. I'm calling as this morning he's quite confused. Background. As we said yesterday, I gather your father has been given a diagnosis of dementia and he's come to live with us as it was felt he was left safe at home. On occasions he does get quite muddled. Assessment. This morning Mr Adams is quite confused, which is something that we do see. I think that he has something that we call delirium. We're looking for any other causes, like waterworks infections, but I suspect... It's caused by the change in the location and it should settle as he gets to know us here. Recommendation. Whilst he is muddled though, I wonder if you could come and sit with him for a while this morning as I really think it would help. If you have those photos that you were going to bring in, that would be really helpful too.
1: Or alternatively, some people felt that they wanted to call the GP.
0: Situation.
1: My name is Natalie and I am a carer at this care home. I'm calling about Mr Adams in room 6 as he's quite muddled today. Background. Mr Adams has a diagnosis of dementia and was moved in with us yesterday. He's usually pleasantly confused according to his family. He has moved in with us as he was getting unsafe at home. Assessment. He was really quite confused overnight but seems a little better this morning and has had a cup of tea and a bit of breakfast. He has no urinary symptoms that I can see and seems quite well in himself. He got himself dressed by himself this morning recommendation. I think he has a delirium from coming to a new place and I think it should settle. I wonder if you could come and see him today as he is a new resident to us and review his medications etc.
0: SBAR can also be used in preparation for a call to the 111 service. The SBAR forms should not be used if there is a clear emergency that needs an emergency ambulance at this moment. In any case Mr Adams is not acutely unwell and going to hospital is likely to worsen his delirium. If you're not sure what to do, Working through the SBAR sheet may help you formulate a plan as to what to do next.
1: Delirium is quite common in older people and comes in two main forms. Hypoactive, where residents may become quiet and withdrawn and not interact as per normal. This form is probably more common than we think.
0: Hyperactive, this is when residents become agitated and overtly confused. They may have hallucinations or even delusions with this.
1: A third type is something we call mixed delirium, where patients move from one type to another. This fluctuance and variability is very common in delirium, almost to the point that if it is not variable in some form, it is probably not a delirium.
0: So how do we look after someone with delirium?
1: Firstly, we look at supportive care. So we look for the cause and try to address this. So you could think about things like constipation or recent medication changes.
0: Time. Things will usually resolve as the underlying cause gets better.
1: Things such as reorientation tools and strategies, so things like clocks, calendars, photos, newspapers and so on.
0: And then paying attention to the small things, so making sure that somebody is hydrated, making sure that they're not constipated and making sure that they're eating and drinking normally.
1: So for more information on delirium have a listen to episode 2 of the MDT podcast on our website which is www.thehearingaidpodcast.org.uk and also on there are some posters to print out with information for staff on delirium.
0: If you use these then please send us a picture of you using them in your workplace and you can post them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the MDT podcast or on Twitter which is at MDT underscore podcast and in each of those that's tea like a cup of tea. So in this situation Mr Adams has delirium. With a patient who has delirium S-bar can be used at handover if that resident is highlighted as being at risk.
1: At handover, if he's delirious, highlighting things that helped and could be tried again.
0: From a care assistant to a team leader or a nurse or the care home manager.
1: From care home staff to a GP or from care home staff to family members or even with Mr Adams himself.
0: And in preparation of a call to the 111 or 999 service, but not in an emergency situation.
1: The SETS course is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. It is funded by a Technology Enhanced Learning Grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex. A Hearing Aid Podcast's Big Things Media Production.